my name is Susie Yusuf. And my name is Alexi Toliopoulos. And this is The Big Film Buffet. Where we usually serve you up a three-course feast of movies based on the Netflix flick of the week. That's right, Alexi, you do know the podcast. <laughs> Normally it's a dinner party with a planned menu, but this week we decided to go a little bit loosey-goosey and ask Auntie Donna around to our share house, which we definitely live in. That's the truth. <laughs> and we asked them to bring a plate. We're joined by Zach and Broden today in a BYO plate party. They'll be sharing with us the movies they love so much they want to share it around the table. But let's be honest, this is just an excuse for us to hang out with Auntie Donna. We didn't actually even give them a brief or a theme, so it's just pot luck at its most dangerous. <gasps> They're here. They're joining us from Melbourne remotely. We're so excited to have them here. And they're here because of their new Netflix show, Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun. Hey, guys. Welcome to our podcast. Hello, Broden. Hello, Zach. Not a hello to Mark. We're the sensible ones. As you can see, we've come in top and tails. Uh, we've got a, we've got our uh, monocles in, and we we mean respect for your podcast. We come here to say thank you for having us, and let's talk film. Let's do it. I, I got to be honest. Mm-hmm. I got to be honest with you right now. Mark was invited, and he was coming, and. We saw him at the door no, of the no, podcast no. theatre where we make all the podcasts happen. I saw him at the door and he was wearing a T-shirt, oh, shorts, thongs. The level of disrespect. No, no, no. It was so embarrassing and we just said, go home, get changed. And I don't think he's he's got the appropriate clothing. He doesn't even podcast, freaking so. own a top nor tails. No. no. My lord. He has a tail. Is it weird? i got to know this. Now that we've got it out in the world, is it weird that Mark has a tail? Let us know. Message into Netflix. Is it a shallow house situation? Is it like a tail that he's ashamed of that in the end Gwyneth Paltrow will fall in love with him? Well, he doesn't know he has it. So I only oh. noticed we were on tour. We were touring England mm. and we were in a little town called Milton Keynes. Yep. Milton and he said, Keynes. I'm just going to take my pants off mm. and change my pants. Yep. He takes down, I thought I'd take a little peek at his bum, mm. you know. Um, and he's got a seven-inch tail <laughs> just sitting above his coccyx bone. And I thought, that's weird. Yeah, wow. And I said to Zach, have you seen, and he went, the tail. You're He'd talking about the it. tail, aren't you? Yeah. Because yeah. I'd been telling Broden about the tail for, for months. I saw the tail... Uh, on a tour of New Zealand. We're in um, Christchurch. Kia mm. Kia ora to any New Zealand listeners. This is the official podcast um, for both nations, so they appreciate the shout-out. But, yeah, he has a tale, but we're here to talk film. Broden, do you remember the first movie that you ever saw? I do. I was a, you know, I was at the cinema. I saw Bambi. It was a redistribution. <laughs> wow. It wasn't 1951 or whatever time <laughs> that film came in. the scoop of your real age. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm 94. <laughs> I uh, just remember doing laps of the cinema, though, so I wasn't moved by it, sadly. Zach, what was your first movie in the cinemas? Yeah, it's funny that Broden just said Bambi because mine was also a Disney film, a Disney decade modern classic. I saw the wonderful Lion King. Oh, wow. That was mine ever. too. That was my first movie in yeah. the cinema. You might have been like me my first time seeing The Lion King as a young buck. I was like, wow, you know what, Mum? This is just like Hamlet. You're a very eloquent, smart young man, aren't you? <laughs> I know every movie factoid that you could ever tell me I'll be able to back it up with scholarly facts and sources no matter what it is. <laughs> Who directed Jurassic Park? Director of Jurassic Park is a guy called Steven Spielberg and he's made lots of other movies. 
Correct. He's actually a brilliant filmmaker. He's really, yeah, really strong. The way he jumps between art house mm. and um, uh, <laughs> munching on your popcorn entertainment yeah. just blows me away every time. There's no one quite like him, and everyone actually wants to be him. That's what I reckon. <laughs> I love Spielberg. I wish I'd. Oh, I am bringing. Yeah. I did bring oh, it a Spielberg. I see so you've got a little no, plate forgot. with you here, and on it, it's got the name directed by. It is Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg. I forgot. <laughs> so you're. I just started talking about Steven Spielberg because I just love him. I think he's so good. So Zach, you brought a plate today with a movie on it. What is it? today a delicious plate of uh, raiders of the lost ark or indiana jones and the raiders of the lost ark as it was known snakes why did it have to be snakes well it's indiana jones colon raiders of the lost ark Indiana Jones colon Raiders of the Lost Ark, but it wasn't it wasn't known as Indiana Jones anything when it was first released because you know all Indiana Jones was was the lead character in the film Raiders of the Lost Ark, <laughs> just some freaking guy basically for people back in the day. Just some dude looks like Han Solo, <laughs> could have looked like Tom Selleck, but looks like Han Solo. <laughs> And it's about a man who's a professor at a university, a little bit like James Bond, but also a professor. But really, truly, let's be real, I'm bringing in the whole trilogy. And yeah, I said it, (laughs) trilogy. And no more. Three and no more. (laughs) Wow. I'm not counting bloody Shia LaBeouf. Look, I've seen all of the Indiana Jones films a few times. I've actually seen the third one the most. (gasps) The third one... Last yeah, Crusade I have seen many, many times. And the reason I've seen The Last Crusade so many times was because in the mid to early 90s, McDonald's did a deal where every few weeks you could get, if you spent $20 or more at McDonald's, you'd get a free VHS wow. of Indiana Jones. And they did the whole trilogy. It was like a multi-week promotion. Uh, My brother was a big Indiana Jones fan and my parents didn't take him to McDonald's for the first two films. So all we had was that one. So I have a very fond memory of that film and it's strange to me that Sean Connery's not in the other ones and it's strange to me that the other ones sort of don't feature it. So I have this really topsy-turvy view Mm. of that series, but I I love them all. They're all great. Last Crusade is my absolute favourite. I reckon it's definitely my top 20 films of all time. Mm. I've watched it way too many times because we, as kids, we used to stand in doorways and put your leg up and you'd say, only the penitent man will pass. Which is a messed up thing for kids to shout at each other. It's just a stupid thing to say. I couldn't even say that. Couldn't even say it out loud now. There's actually a film theory going around that the character that Sean Connery plays in Last Crusade, he passes away before the crystal skull comes around and his soul is actually rejuvenated through Mutt Williams and Mutt Williams is actually the soul of Henry Henry Jones Sr. Because really it's a story of, of fathers and sons, you know. They established, they got it by the third film and, and they're like, we need more of that, but instead of the greatest uh, lead actor of his age, we're going to do the guy from <laughs> Suburbicon. Disturbia, actually, dude. Disturbia, I'm very sorry. Movie, dude. It's awesome. <laughs> It's an awesome movie. It's directed by DJ Caruso. 
I love Disturbia. It's hectic. Would you say that Raiders of the Lost Ark or any of the Indiana Jones films are movies that you've seen the most in your life? Uh, No, do you know the most? The films I've seen the most is the first X-Men and the first Matrix. I had both of them on DVD when I was about 11 and I watched them like, I watched the first Matrix like every weekend. What's your favourite line from the Matrix? Um, (laughs) Not like this. Not like this. When Switch gets unjacked, that's awesome. Oh, man. I knew someone who knew her, who knew Switch. Mm. Wow. And apparently they're like, that's been the last 20 years of their life. <gasps> Whenever they hang up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Not like this. Not like this. Not like this. Hey, film aficionados. Do you mind if I call you that? Susie and Alexis. Yes, yes. Um, you can definitely call Alexi. Yes, yes, yes. Susie and me, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> has Spielberg said that he is now just doing films about American history or is that, it's like he's, he's he just decided that, trying to do every American history film? And he also produced the John Adams series, which is one of my favourite TV you series. You love Paul Giamatti, don't you? Oh, I he love does. the G. I love the G. The G dogger. <laughs> he in that film, one of the greatest performances ever from like a comedic character actor transferring to 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 lead actor, and he's just really going for it. And I think it's an awesome performance, but it's also funny on a level as well. Of just like the hey, what are you doing to George Washington? Is pretty great. Wow. From Big's Mama's house to John Adams. <laughs> He's one of the great nugget-style actors. That's why I like him. <laughs> he is a nugget. He's a nugget-style actor. Nugget. But he's a, he's a transformer nugget. He can oh, do yeah. Don't just put him into the nugget box. The six-pack of nuggets he's box. Just, yeah, he's not just a six-pack. He's a 20-pack. <laughs> when you were building the, the Giamatti pie, mm. what's it called? Wine. What's wine called? Um, that's called Sideways, directed by Alexander Payne. Sideways. Yes. Correct. Correct. Thank you so much. Um, Thomas Hayden Church also stars. <laughs> that really blew out his pie and brought a whole different territory. Sideways was a was a big one, and now you look at Giamatti, the G in a whole new way. Mm. I love the G. I, I, I often think about you know spoiler alert if if you haven't seen Sideways yet, are we allowed? Is the spoiler period <laughs> ended on Sideways? Can you upset yet? someone? Yeah. Zach, just say it. Just say it. Especially <laughs> guys, we're opening up the freaking the floodgates for Sideways spoilers right now. So if you haven't seen it yet. <laughs> Pause the podcast, find it on whatever app it's on, and watch Sideways. Are we going to break down the I mean, Easter eggs? <laughs> Avengers, Avengers, they they only gave you they only gave you a few like a couple mm. of weekends. We've given you a, over a decade. We've given you to twenty years. Yeah, almost twenty years since Sideways came and redefined wine culture around the world, and now you can find out why. Zach, go ahead with your spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, it was real sad when he when he drinks the wine out of the cup, I reckon. God. Do you know, that makes me think, I do want to have a cheeseburger and wine. I think that's quite, it could be good, you know? I always think that looks kind of yum. Do you know they do yeah. the cheeseburger and wine in TV a lot? So it's like, mm. oh, we've got no money left. Well, we're just going to celebrate over a romantic dinner oh, of yeah. cheeseburgers and wine. Can I think of yeah. one reference? No, I cannot. But I feel like I've seen it everywhere. <laughs> but we know deep down deep it's down true. Know. So that's our yeah. review of Indiana Jones. <laughs> And the Raiders of the Lost Ark, guys. We all clearly love it. I only saw Indiana Jones. I never saw any of the films. I'm one of those kids. And uh, But when we go to Disneyland, Zach and I go to Disneyland together all the time. Mm-hmm. And when we mm-hmm. go, um, the Indiana Jones ride's so fun. So I gave them a watch recently. So I don't have the emotional connection that you mm. guys have. But I do love the ride and I love waiting in the line and the big <laughs> English man. What's his name, Zach? 
Uh, John Reese Davies. Mm. John Reese Davies. Make sure Indy. you put your seatbelt on. <laughs> Indy. It's important to keep your arms in the ride vehicle at all times. <laughs> Do you prefer the ride to the movies, Broden? Yeah, because I'm more connected to them, and sometimes you think that some um, locals are blowing um, dart guns into oh, your. Yeah. In the, but it's just wind. It's really fun. It's really fun. It's transformed you. But the movie's boring. It's just on TV. Zach, thank you for bringing your plate. Indiana Jones: colon, Raiders of the Lost Ark. What a beautiful selection. Broden, you've also brought a plate. What do you have for us today? Well, today it's Bennett Miller's Moneyball. I asked you to do three. Yeah. To evaluate three players. Yeah. How many did you do? 47. Superb choice, Broden. Wow. One of my faves also. I've actually never seen it. I've also not seen this movie. Wow. Mm. Okay. Wow. This is great. So, Broden, tell well, us about it. you are it. in for a treat. I can't wait. One of our favourite streaming platforms, so you could go and watch it right after we record this podcast. Amazing. Which one? <laughs> Net- Netflix. <gasps> okay. Wow. Good. I love that. It's the story, a true story, of a manager of a baseball team in the mid-2000s. Baseball is an unfair sport where <laughs> there's no cap. There's no cap to mm. the wages that teams can pay each other so the rich teams always win uh new york yankees have like 300 million dollars budget to buy baseball players and this team the oakland athletics has a budget of 46 million they're in the same competition and they have and the oakland athletics have to find a way to compete with a team that has so much more money than them it's completely unfair all money ball <laughs> that's it. and that's they do say that line in the movie. Wow. You'll that's see the, that when you watch that's it. That's the kind of catchphrase, where, you know, that moment when they say the title in any movie and it's they haven't said it. They're like, "What's this process he's using? What is he saying?" And then, like two thirds in, he goes, "Ah, oh, geez, that's a big old money ball." Wow. <laughs> this general manager found a way with a percentage of the budget of big teams to be able to compete on the same level. And he did it by pretty much breaking every old rule. It's a film about innovation. It's a film about challenging accepted (gasps) norms. It's a film about trying something different and, and believing in yourself even when no one else believes in you. It's brilliantly directed by Bennett Miller. He has an awesome uh, tone to the way he directs films and uh, it's incredibly gripping. I've watched it a hundred times because wow. whenever it's, it's turned on in front of me, I just sit there and I can't look away. You have to watch. And it's not a thrilling film. It's just hap- it's just very gradually happens in front of you. And for me, it gets five money balls out of five. Wow. No, it gets four hundred and six million money balls. Whoa, that's some yeah. of the most money balls I've ever heard of. Braden Kelly, would you say Can this I- is the film that you have watched the most in your life? It would very much be up there. Yes, it would. I probably, you know, there's probably some cool, you know, like I've. Funnily enough, Dumb and Dumber. I've watched. You know, if we're just removing comedy, I'm a comedy mm. man. My life is comedy. I travel from town to town and I do the comedy. <laughs> uh, if we're removing comedy, mm. it probably is. But I've seen. Ace Ventura. I've wow. seen your Dumb and Dumbers. I've seen your Simpsons movie. Has <gasps> shout out Spider Pig. I love the Simpsons movie. It's the best. It's it's truly. The the peak of The Simpsons, yeah. isn't it? I'm thinking of trying to check out the TV series one day, but I love that movie. Uh, it's okay. They kind of peaked with the movie, to Great. be honest. I just want to say to Broden, it's really interesting that Broden, similarly to what he had just said, I hadn't seen Moneyball. 
I experienced the Disneyland ride of wow. my first. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, um, yeah, it's an adventure. It's a real adventure, and you're jumping around, and and you like you go into the room where you get to see Philip all the graphs and stuff. I guess. Yeah, is talking about this won't work. This guy can't throw, and Brad Pitt's like, just trust me on this. You're um, sitting in a boardroom. Is the that film. the? Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's just a sitting in a boardroom. <laughs> Jonah's like Jonah Hill comes in. His carries like, come with me, come with me. <laughs> he wheels you in. That's the extent of the ride. You sit on the <laughs> yeah. chair and they push it into yeah. the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're it's, just sitting in a little wheelie chair. And then for absolutely no reason, there's a dead drop into a big pool at the end and it's like you're almost like vertical wow. and then you get your photo taken as you're going down. Have and you, that's not in the movie. Have you ever seen a Richard Pryor film called The Toy? <gasps> have we discussed this no, before? No, I don't. Okay, so this is a really no. old Richard Pryor film and in it there's like a, a – he oh – gosh, I, fuck, I can't remember the um, actual premise of the film except that Richard Pryor is with a kid in a toy store at like midnight and they get to play with everything in the toy store. And wow. He steps into a giant ball and they where you can like – it's like a um, – Like a mount, Zorb. Yeah, and where you can run around in it. Anyway, that's what Whoa. I thought. Oh, we got to get in the Zorb. You become the <laughs> yeah. money ball. You are the, you money, are the money ball. ball. Wow. Have you seen Stir Crazy talking Richard Pryor? No. See, I think there's a whole world of Richard Pryor films I need to see. I've only seen Stir Crazy. Well, The Toy was a very rude movie. I remember huh? it actually fell off the back of a truck. Yeah, not for me then. And so we had a VHS when we were kids <laughs> and there was a, a portrait in it. <laughs> Where it was a woman laying on her side, and if you pressed a button, all her clothes came off. My God, that was the rudest thing we had ever seen. I gotta get that tape. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) Can I ask a question about Moneyball? The main character's name is Billy Bean. Does anyone in the movie go? Now that sounds funny. Yes, yeah, that's that's like the thing that people say is that what is that a funny name? And he goes, I haven't got time for this. I got a Moneyball. He says it like (laughs) seventeen times. He's like, I got a Moneyball, guys. It's one of the worst written films ever. Hey, we money in here? <laughs> yeah. And, oh, sorry, for, I forgot. And there's a lot of that kind of stuff. It is a masterpiece in my opinion. Is that the byline, though? Is it money ball? Hey, are we money in here? Question mark. Is that it? <laughs> hey, are we money in here? It's got the guy from Superbad in it. <laughs> McLovin? It's McLovin. And he's the money ball expert. <laughs> Brad Pitt's like... Hey, I got this kid, and he's the best, and he and McLovin's just so horny wow. all the time. This is true. This is all true. And Philip Seymour Hoffman's like McLovin, you gotta stop. You gotta stop being horny, and you gotta start moneyballing. <laughs> wow, he's just sitting over there with a pair of money balls, just going, "I'm moneyballed over here." <laughs> if I moneyball good enough, maybe I'll pick up the hottest girl in school. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I have to stop before The original my name face was Superbad 2. Wow. I feel like I lived Superbad. Yeah, so did I. I was in year 12 when that film mm. came out, and I thought, this is similar to my experience. Yeah. You know, in quotation marks, get laid, mm. as, as they say. Sort mm. of, you know, that's your sort of drive at that time as a young. As a young Yeah, buck. a young gentleman out on the town. And that, I watched that film, and I thought, there's me up there on the screen. Hey, could I just back it on mm. that? Moneyball's one of my favourite movies as well, and it's one of the best movies of all time. It's a classic, <laughs> and you all should definitely check it out. And McLovin's not in it, and I've really, I've really, really heard a movie's chances of becoming part of the canon there. Well, it sounds like we'll all have to sit down and share a big old slice of Moneyball together one day. It sounds like a treat for the eyes and a feast for the soul. <laughs> 
Thank you so much for listening to the Big Film Buffet. You can do yourself a favor in this world and follow the podcast on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts to make sure you get those new episodes as soon as they drop every single Tuesday and comment and rate and review and tell a friend and send us all that love that you can even dream about. Okay, Broden and Zach, we play a game on the podcast every week. It is Alexi's brainchild. It is called <laughs> Film or Movie. So it's where we debate whether the title of a motion picture is either a film, which is... Film is all about, like, you know, existentialism, about all the feelings from within <laughs> the soul, all about all the artistic nature of cinema. Whereas a movie would be more popcorn. Popcorn, comfortable, I love to watch and lose my mind, escapism. We're talking American honey versus American pie. Mm, well, I would argue differently, but, you know... Oh, boy. <laughs> But we're going to give you guys a, a title and you must declare whether it is a film or a movie and talk it through. So whoever takes their position first gets to fight whatever they want to and then the other person has to fight the opposite position. Oh, I love it. Wow, okay, Alexi. Funny. And the motion picture we're handing you today to discuss is Fight Club. Film or movie? This is clearly a movie. Mm. It's loved. What's the demo love for this movie? If you're 20 and a boy, you love this movie. You sit there, you go, oh, let's go watch the sick movie. (laughs) It is a movie. Brad Pitt at the lead of it. Sure, it didn't do well at the box office, but I would say the DVD sales more than make up for that. (laughs) This is clearly a movie, friends. And if we don't think this is a movie, then there is no movie at all. It is one of the archetypal movies. Well, I disagree, Broden (laughs) Kelly. As those towers come down at the end of the film, we see in that moment the frailty of masculinity, the way that men destroy the very world they have thought themselves to have created. Broden, no, no, no. This is a film. You almost said movie. I almost said movie. The terms are arguably interchangeable. Wow. I actually, I'm going to come down on this one. I. So you get to decide? I'm oh, deciding to that. I feel powerful. Well, we can sort of decide together, but I think it, you've touched on something, bro, then in your argument that makes me believe that this is neither film nor movie. This is a DVD. Oh, there he is. Yeah. Oh. Fight Club, we're declaring it today. It's the first DVD. <laughs> Oh, God, so I did so well great. that I created a genre. You created a whole that's new so form. Good. You broke the game. It's yeah. that and Donnie Darko. Those are the only two I can think of at the top of my head. Zach and Broden, we love you so much. We're so glad to hang out with you. Mm-hmm. Movies aren't the only thing on Netflix, though. Surprisingly, they have a whole TV section, mm. which you are now a part of. It's a brilliant new series. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, we're in it. It's called Auntie Donna's <laughs> Big Old House of Fun. And Zach was going to say it, and I just jumped in over him. It was really and if rude. if you like us jumping over each other, you should watch Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun. It's loud, it's brash, it's exciting, it's fast-paced. Look, it's not for everyone, but if you're cool, (laughs) if you're cool and you're interesting and you can handle alternative comedy, then come on board and join Auntie Donna's House of Fun, a new six-part sketch comedy series (laughs) starring Broden, Zach and Mark, who couldn't be here. (laughs) Well, guys, thank you so much for coming over dinner and sharing your beautiful plates of movies with us. I believe, if I think back, we talked about Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I think we also spoke about mm -hmm. Moneyball. Oh, we talked the heck up about Moneyball and the Billy Bean movie. (laughs) It truly has been... 
a film buffet. <laughs> but I'm having a great time. This is the best podcast we've ever done. So thanks for joining us. Thank guys. you guys. What a pleasure. If you want to see more of Auntie Donna and why would you not, <laughs> then head over to Netflix and watch Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun. And if you want to hear more from me, you can head on over to the podcast Total Reboot, where me and Cameron James talk about reboots, remakes and rip-offs in cinema. We actually just had Zach on the podcast talking about Hannibal. And if you want to hear more from Alexi and I, we are back next week for The Princess Switch, Switched Again. This episode was hosted and written by Susie Yusuf and Alexi Toliopoulos. It was produced by Michael Sun and Anu Hasbold, edited by Jeffrey O'Connor, executive produced by Tony Broderick and Melanie Marnie. What a good bunch of eggs. Listener.